What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up because my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and the preseason is over. Kaput. All focus now for the New York Giants is on September 10th, back in this building here at MetLife Stadium in primetime Sunday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys, Game 1, of season two for Brian Dable, the Joe Shane era, and the Jets were victorious tonight in a game that, uh, well, the Giants treated like a preseason game, and for the first two series, the Jets treated it like it was the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers makes his debut here, and, you know, it's kind of funny how things play out. Uh, Rodgers ends up throwing a touchdown to Garrett Wilson over Gamon Green, who is an undrafted rookie out of Michigan, who by all intents and purposes might not even be in the league on Tuesday. Uh, He's not one of those considered for the 53-man roster, at least not certainly not a lock. You know, getting banged up, leaving here tonight at the end of the night. Uh, so no disrespect to Green, but um, Rodgers to Garrett Wilson against one of the other rookies that the Giants have, Trey Hawkins or Deontay Banks, would have been far more impressive. But anyway, 32-24, the Giants lose to the Jets, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but really what – What mattered is Isaiah Simmons made his debut with the Giants. And if you had told me that he was going to play yesterday, I would have said there's no way. But when I got to the stadium tonight, there were rumblings that Simmons had a chance to play. Not only did he play, he started. Uh, He only played six plays. He had six snaps. One play was negated by a penalty. Uh, not his. It was actually really a fluke penalty down the field uh, against the Giants, a pass interference call. But Simmons had five pass rushes, and he should have sacked Aaron Rodgers on one, and Rodgers kind of squirmed away and uh, ended up having to throw the ball away as he stumbled towards the sideline. Uh, But got sound for you. Isaiah Simmons... He was in Minnesota. Arizona was there for joint practices and the preseason game this week. So when he got the news that he was traded, he hopped on a plane, basically packed his bag, and headed to New Jersey. So the clothes he has is essentially the clothes that he brought to Minnesota and the ones on his back here with the Giants. Everything else is back in Arizona, so he'll have to figure out how to pack all that up and get it here. Uh, But... I thought you would enjoy listening to Isaiah Simmons after the game in the locker room. Uh, The defense is actually in the auxiliary locker room here. Uh, Once the cuts go down on Tuesday 
everyone will be back in the main Giants locker room here at MetLife. Uh, but without further ado, let me get you to Isaiah Simmons in front of his locker after the game. I asked some questions. I think you'll enjoy his answers about the potential sack of Rodgers uh, and then his fit with Wink. Those were two of my questions, uh, and you'll have to deal with the other questions from everyone else that was in the gaggle in front of Isaiah Simmons. Thanks, man, to you that Isaiah Simmons was traded to their team. They go Broncos. What can they expect from you at this stage coming in so late in camp to try to contribute to this ball club? Yeah, um, I would just say just somebody who's just here to make plays for the team just to help the defense take um, whatever the next step it is we need to take. Um, Honestly, um, really, that's it. Just it's just plays that that to be made, and they're going to be made. So um, I probably say that's what you expect the most. Is the big plays. You talked to Wick Martin, the defensive coordinator, and the head coach Brian Dable already. What were those conversations like? What did they give you in terms of expectations? Um, I mean, the only rule they gave me is just you know we run to the ball, and I was like, well, that's that's an easy rule. Um, you know, um, I have no issue with that. So. Um, you know, right as of right now, you know, they're still getting me um, familiar with the system, learning everything. Um, but um, just what Wink said, you know, um, there's there's going to be different things that I'll be doing. So, um, you know, I'm just excited to to dive deep into those tasks and um, you know learn all the fine details with them so I can um, execute them to the highest good. How long do you think it will take to get you to be acclimated to have a bigger role? Right now, it's only going to be small bites. Sorry. How long do you think it's going to take to get acclimated to have a bigger role? Because right now you can only take small bites. Yeah, um, you know, I, personally, I feel like I should be ready to go by week one. So, what have these last few days been like for you? How excited were you for the change of scenery? Oh, I mean, extremely excited. Um, how could I not be? This is a great organization, uh, great coaching staff, and just just for being around the guys, just a little bit of time. Everybody here is great. Um, but just personally, things have been, you know, it's been. A bit hectic. Uh, I came straight from Minnesota, so um, this has been a little hectic. I'm trying to figure out why I'm gonna wash my clothes tomorrow, but <laughs> I just, um, it's it's been good though. It's been hectic in a good way. You know, I'm I'm glad that these are things that I'm dealing with right now. So um, it's been everything's been hectic, but good and, and very good. I, I say, were you surprised what happened in Arizona that we traded him? Um, yeah, I was a little surprised. I definitely still surprised. But so saw you saying um, you really wanted the opportunity to play safety. You really didn't want to play linebacker. It looks here like mm -hmm. you were back at linebacker. Mm -hmm. what, how do you how do you feel about that? Hey man, I, like I just told you, I'm here to I'm here to help the team in any way we can. And um, I don't have a problem with linebacker. You know that's what I played in college. Um, that's what I played my first two years in the league. So I have no issues with it. Um, and like I said, I'm ready to, to, to dive into that and, and get into all the details so I can so I can perform to my best ability. Do you get the sense that linebacker and wing system is not necessarily the traditional inside linebacker that maybe most teams play? That's For the sure, idea of yeah. you're going to get to do a lot more. Than For sure, that's why you know I don't I have no concerns with, with what Wings' vision is. I I got full trust in him. Um, he's a great coordinator and. You know he knows he knows how 
how to utilize his players to their best abilities. So I don't have no worries with what his plan is for me. What do you think your best strengths are as a football player, and where do you think you'd like to take it up to another level, another notch, if you will? Um, I'd say really just my, my ability to, to generate big plays. Um, whether if it's me making a sack or an interception or, you know, a PBU or whatever. It could be a TFL. Um, you know, I just feel like my playmaking ability, um, you know, it's just, it can come up, it can come about at any point in the game. So um, I, just, I just feel like that's really one of my strongest suits is that, you know, I'm able to affect the game on multiple different levels. What was it like, what was it like training with Saquon this offseason? It's crazy that you're now on yeah, he, he talks a lot of shit if nobody knows. Um, he's probably the most competitive person I've ever met in my whole life and work and with everything. Um, and he's been telling me week two, week two, week two, like, uh, but now we're going to be together week two. And we're actually, you know, every single game we're going to be together. So um, he got a little lucky. <laughs> how, how much at all does being traded put a chip on your shoulder about proving something extra? I don't got nothing to prove anything, but I play for an audience of one, and that's the reason there, so I don't really have much to prove to anybody. Isaiah, they said on the broadcast that you told Dable, on the TV broadcast, that you told Dable you're most comfortable rushing a quarterback, assuming that's true. Out of Arizona, they said you asked to play safety. Which is it? Because if you wanted to play safety, you wouldn't rush the quarterback. Right. I mean, you can, but uh, I don't really have like too many discomforts on the field just because I've spent so much time in various different places. So, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable rushing the passer just like I'm comfortable playing half field or post safety. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's all just a position and a responsibility. So, it's easy. So, whatever you're asked to do. Yep. Did it annoy you that uh, Rogers was able to slip away from the tonight? Oh, I wanted, that, I wanted that sack. I definitely did, but it's okay. We'll see him again. Did you think you had to you got like close to the Can I tell you? Um, you know, I didn't really think I had to tell um, I feel like I should have just for myself. But, um, you know, it happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care if it's a preseason game or it's week 16, you know, I, I treat everything the same. So I'm not really too worried about, you know, the fact that this is a preseason game. Because I'm not going to go out there and give like 80%, you know, so I just... So that kind of stuff doesn't really fall in the factor. How has it been? Sorry, how has it been meshing with your new defensive teammates? Yeah, I mean everybody's welcoming me in with open arms, uh, just like I've been here from the jump. So um, I appreciate all of them for that. You know, it's, it says a lot about the culture here, um, just what type of team this is. So you know, I appreciate all the guys just bringing me in, welcoming me in. What does you make if anything being traded for seventh round pick? You were a top ten pick in the draft, and how much does that play into your? using as motivation. Yeah, I just I think the Giants got a good deal. Um, we'll, see, we'll see if it was worth seven pick or not. What, uh, what advice has Dex given you about uh, coming here and being a part of this team? I mean, really not so much advice. Just a lot of love saying that I'm going to love it. I'm going to love the defense here, love the staff, love all the guys. So, um, you know, once again, that's another person I really trust. Uh, one of my good friends from way back when, so... 
um, you know, I'm just really looking forward to just really getting going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was late over here, so you would probably ask. But did you do like a lot of playbook cramming in the last 24 hours, or did you not? Did, were you just kind of going out there and relying on nothing your athletes? out of the or, nothing out of the ordinary? But you know, I've definitely dove into the playbook already, just because I want to be ready week one. So. So that's Isaiah Simmons. I think you'll enjoy uh, his personality, actually seeing him on the field. I actually talked to Dexter Lawrence about his college teammate at Clemson, and Dex said, you know, he'll fit right in. You saw the explosiveness tonight off the edge. Uh, Wink will find a role for him. Uh, You know, there's a lot of trust in Wink Martindale and what this Giants defense uh, believes they'll do. So, you heard Simmons say that he believes he'll be ready for week one. It'll be interesting to see what kind of role he develops into here on this defense. They'll actually play him at inside linebacker, but I think you're going to see him move around a lot. Uh, and in Winks, you know, his amoeba packages, he's got the exotic blitzes that he'll use, uh, and it's just another weapon and another chess piece for Wink Martindale to use. Uh, so that's the Isaiah Simmons component. I also was able to catch up with Tommy DeVito. The quarterback played about three quarters tonight. Uh, and, you know, was this his last game in a Giants uniform? Uh, I don't think so. I think he'll end up clearing waivers. I think he'll be waived, clear waivers, and then come back on the practice squad. I think he's really shown enough as a developmental prospect that the Giants want him here. Now, if you're Tommy DeVito, you want to be here. And I asked them that question. I had a one-on-one outside the Giants locker room. So why don't we go to Tommy and me outside the Giants locker room talking about tonight. One chapter closes and the next chapter is a little bit uncertain for the kid for Cedar Grove. So, Tommy, tell me about tonight. I know you're going home tonight. You're going to put your head on the pillow. You're going to be reliving that that pick six tonight. Um, But overall, how do you walk out of here? I mean, uh, you look at this as the closing of one chapter and the start of another. Yeah, that's a good good way to explain it. I mean, I think it's just like that was just like the introduction, right? I mean, three games, small sample size, but trying to show growth in every one of those games moving forward. And I think I've done that. Obviously, there's still something to clean up. Like you said, that pick six, that was, that was the first ever, whole career, first time ever having a pick six. So that, I mean, that's clearly going to stay with me forever, but um, that's something that you know I was able to clean up and something that I can correct for the next time moving forward and um, really just learn from the film tomorrow and go from it. You know, what are, what are the emotions? Can you describe the emotions for me as you're, you're leaving here? I mean, you know what's coming up in 48 hours, maybe yeah. sooner, maybe a little later. What, how, well, you know, what are you thinking right now as far as where you're at? Right now, I'm pretty I'm pretty even like you, pretty calm-minded until I walk out of this parking lot and see 300 people that are out there with my family and everybody else, and that'll bring a lot of, you know, joy because, you know, this game has brought me close to a lot of people and has brought a bunch of people together. So be able to really just soak in that moment and enjoy that moment with my family, and then tomorrow, watch the film, clean it up, and just, I mean, 
I left everything out there. I have no regrets. So whatever happens, happens. But you told me you're in the league. You know, this is you're ready for whatever opportunity that this brings for you. Yep. Wherever, whatever comes next. Um, why do you sound so like content and satisfied with where you're at, but also confident and optimistic about where you're going? Because I can only control what I can control. You know, I can't control any decisions that are made by this organization or any other organization. I can only control my play on the field and you know what my job is and trying to be the best at that. When you uh, you know when when you're out there and you throw that touchdown to to Sills at the end, what? What's running through your mind? I mean, is that just basically pitch and catch at that point? Pitch and catch at that point. Going for two, trying to score that two-point conversion. And that was kind of all my miles going for. I didn't even get excited until after I saw Seals' smile. And, you know, I know I don't really get on social media too much, but I saw Twitter uh, hoping for that early on uh, before the game. So I hope they were a little excited with that one. You, now you told me during the week you grew up idolizing Aaron Rodgers. Still yeah. probably your favorite quarterback. For sure. Did you get a chance to get over to him? And to yeah, I did. Yeah, we, we shared some words at the end, and it was just like I was a little bit in shock just like looking at him like he's really right where me and you are right now and uh, I know there were definitely some pictures taken video taken I'm gonna have to get one of those and frame it up and you know that was just um, an awesome moment like I said this game of football brings people together and I would never have had the opportunity to meet him unless it was on this field how it is today so I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for it I asked you this the other day do you, do you feel like you're a giant right now I do the idea yeah. that you, you will be here it feels right, but like yeah. I said, Thanks, control what I can control. But if I can pick anywhere, I'd be here. Thank you. Appreciate it. So that was Tommy DeVito. Thanks to him for joining me outside the locker room after the game. Obviously, he was a little frustrated with the pick six. Uh, would have loved to have that back. First pick six of his career at any level, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I think part of it was the route that David Sills ran. Uh, I think he kind of fell off the route a little bit. DeVito threw it a little behind him, and that's how the pick happened, uh, Brandon Eccles. Uh, but in terms of where DeVito is, look, I, I think he'll be here beyond you know, next Wednesday, which will be the 4 p.m. waiver wire, or actually it might be earlier than that. Uh, but, you know, like he said, look, this will only open up another opportunity, and you have to be welcome for that opportunity. If another team claims Tommy DeVito and puts them on a 53-man roster, he's obviously going to be ecstatic. That's very unlikely to happen. Uh, and I believe that the Giants would want him back on the practice squad uh, as a third quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of people have talked about that third quarterback rule. That means you have to keep three quarterbacks on the active roster. You know, I, I think people lose sight of that rule unless it's changed uh, since the inception of it. The idea now is that they are going to allow, you know, it comes off of Brock Purdy last year with the 49ers and what happened in the playoff game against the Eagles. But you have to have three quarterbacks on the 53-man roster to have a, a third quarterback active on game day. So... That's where it comes. You can't keep three quarterbacks on the 53 and actually receive a waiver uh, and keep 54 players on the roster. It doesn't work that way. So Tommy DeVito will have to clear waivers and then get to the practice squad and then ultimately get back up to the game day roster in order to be able to be that third quarterback. So I'm not sure where that confusion lies. I mean, uh, unless I have it wrong, that's pretty much the way I, I've seen it. Uh, so... I hope you enjoyed the Tommy DeVito story. I don't believe it's over. 
but I do think that it's pretty cool to, to see how far he's come. Uh, if you just watch him out there tonight, um, look, he, he's not a starting quarterback in this league, and I don't think he's a backup quarterback in this league right now. But there is a place in this league for Tommy DeVito, age 25, and how much he's grown from May until the end of August. Uh, and I think the Giants want to stick with it and continue to try to grow uh, with him and his game within this offense. Uh, so it'd be a shame if he wasn't here uh, having that opportunity. But again, like I said, if he's not here, then that means he's gotten a 53-man roster spot somewhere else, um, which would really be uh, an improbable outcome uh, the way this thing will work out. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, so the preseason is over. Like I said, uh, the Giants were hit with a flurry of injuries tonight, but all those injuries were guys who were on the bubble or weren't making the team. Now, you feel for everyone who, who was injured, uh, but I do believe that the Giants will be more active on the waiver wire than maybe first thought. Uh, maybe there'll be some player-for-player player trades. Um, you know, I know Julian Aquara's name. I've been mentioning that since we were out in Detroit for the joint practices. I know some people piggybacked on my initial report uh, and kind of ran with that. So now everyone is talking about Julian O'Quara so much that it almost feels like it won't happen at this point. Uh, but, you know, Darnay Holmes playing into the third quarter tonight uh, in a game that really was reserved for guys who were battling for the roster spot or essentially battling for a practice squad spot. That can't be great for Darnay. You know, his cap is over two, $2 million, his cap hit. So, uh, and he's lost that job on the inside and slot corner. Um, I think the Giants will play Dory Jackson there in week one. I'm sure they would like to add a slot corner if they could um, in the waiver wire or people who are out there via trade. Uh, I think they, they would love to add another edge to add to that depth. I tweeted this, and I, I, I do believe it. Um, you know, O'Shane Zimenez and Tamon Fox just just didn't generate much pressure against the backup tackles for the Jets. And, and we know how much the backup tackles were essentially a sieve in the two previous, well, three previous preseason games for the Jets, going back to Canton and the Hall of Fame game. Uh, so uh, I think the Giants would like to add there. Uh, I wouldn't rule out the idea of adding another inside linebacker, almost a vet, another veteran presence to allow Simmons to kind of move around. Uh, I think you have to look at safety now that Javarius Owens had a hamstring injury tonight, so I'm not sure how that's going to play out. Some of these guys might be kept on the initial 53 and then the next day put on to short-term IR. I think maybe a guy like Owens, that may fall in. Uh, Bobby McCain was on the bubble. He had an injury tonight. He had a concussion. But what do you do with that situation? He's certainly not going to clear by Tuesday. Uh, so how do you handle that? Um, so there are a lot of questions from that respect. Uh, respect. Um, Bryce Ford Wheaton, obviously he was making a push for wide receiver and as a gunner. Uh, he hurts his knee. I don't know the severity of that, uh, but that has to hurt his chances a little bit. Uh, Sterling Shepard playing tonight. Uh, actually return, uh, returned a punt. You know, I think Shep is on this roster, but if you want to make the argument that if he's playing tonight early on, maybe there are still questions. I don't believe there are still questions. Uh, I think the Giants would never have gone into this summer um, massaging Shep's schedule, if you will, to get back in his recovery. 
if they were going to now make this a competition that he was not going to be on the team. It was all about health, and if he's healthy, I think he's going to be on this team. Colin Johnson not playing in the first half, then coming into the third quarter. Uh, I had wondered on Twitter whether or not Colin Johnson came in because Bryce Ford Wheaton got hurt early on uh, and they needed another wide receiver in the rotation. We'll see if that happened, if that's the reason why. Uh, But a lot of questions. We'll be out and about all week. Cuts are at 4 p.m. I think you may get some tomorrow, starting tomorrow. And I think the Giants will do a lot of theirs on Monday. They have off. Uh, So I would imagine that that's where some of the cuts come down. Uh, And then we'll roll right into Tuesday and back on the practice field Tuesday late afternoon. And we'll be there for all of it. So hope you enjoyed tonight's show. A little long, but I wanted to give you the audio from both Isaiah Simmons and Tommy DeVito. And uh, that's it. We're all in. So I'll be leaving Met Life now, Saturday night. And we know you're all in as well. Have a good night. Catch you guys soon.